Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. Today, we are bringing the heat. Um, super excited for our guest. Um, it, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I can already tell already. And it's going to be a ton of value for you guys, um, especially those people who feel like you know just meeting the right person would make an enormous difference uh, in your business or in your life. And so we'll introduce our guest in just a second, but I see him. Uh, he just uh, jumped off the saddle and is getting ready to enter the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. The one, the only bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Sliding into the studio today. How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you? Like you were, you were really cutting it close today. So yeah, it was, it was yeah. close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. One of these days we are going to have to see the horse because I've had more than a handful of people send me messages, send, send into the show, like all this. They're like, when we just listen to the audio version, you know, we, we assume that right. Dean would be on his horse when he was on camera and, uh, and nobody's seen it yet. And I feel like, we're going to really need to do something about that because it could be potentially, you know, fraudulent. I, you know, I don't want people to think we have a fraudulent show here, dude. Well, I think what we never explained previously before now doing the show on video is that I actually take a 16 mile ride just to get to the studio. So it's, uh, I have to, you know, leave food and water with the horse outside right. of camera view, just offside, offside, yeah. unfortunately. And the camera is fixed. So there's, uh, unfortunately we kind of stuck there. Right. Right. Well, I, uh, I understand that. And we'll, uh, we'll see if we can work that out in the future. Uh, maybe even get like a microphone set up so you could actually record <laughs> from your noble white steed. Um, so, uh, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped for today's show. Yes. And in the, uh, in the green room before we got on the show, I could just tell that our guest today has an extraordinary amount of contagious energy. Yes. Um, and I'm really excited that he's here. So, uh, so one of the things that, that you guys have heard us talk about over and over and over is, you know, the, the, the people that we've met that have helped us along the way. Right. And even, you know, the fact, I mean, you know, I met Dean and, you know, that's one of the things that I wish hadn't happened in my yeah. life, but nevertheless, you know, he is here. We met, but we met because we were part of a networking group and part of a mastermind and so many amazing things um, have happened in my life, in my business. And Dean, because of meeting me. Besides meeting you, like, no, th there's no perfect system. Okay. <laughs> and so, you know, meeting, meeting people is bound to like draw on a few rotten eggs from time to time. Um, <laughs> but today we want to give you guys, um, a new perspective on how fast and easy you can meet the right people to change your world. Like literally one new connection can change your world. And so today we've got with us uh, Jake Kelfer. Just a little bit about Jake. 
He's a best-selling author of Elevate Beyond and Elevate Your Network, motivational speaker. He's a coach to entrepreneurs and leaders um, and just an absolutely awesome guy to know. Jake, welcome to the show. So awesome to have you here, dude. What's going on, fellas? Pumped to be here. <laughs> That's right. Me, you friend. left your horse off to the side as well, just to be safe. Yeah, it's right behind this backdrop. My horse is just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we see like the backdrop being bumped a little bit. We know yeah. that what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's nothing nothing weird with your neighbors or anything like that. So um so Jake, you know, we uh you you obviously heard the intro, but we were pumped to have you on the show because so many people are always trying to figure out like well, what's like the next tactic? Like what's the next thing and all that. And and I'm I'm someone who's like a little bit more of let's focus on the fundamentals. Mm. And I think one of the fundamental things that is critical, no matter what successful person you talk to, other people have made a big difference in their life, right? They've, they've changed their perspective. They've given them access to a new way of thinking, to resources, to like whatever it is. And I feel like everybody's got a story where they're like, oh man, like I met that one person and it changed everything. But then, but then when they're trying to grow their business and they're trying to like really get into, you know, kind of the, the, the momentum and the, and the slipstream of growing, it doesn't occur to them. Well, like one of the strategies that you can deliberately use is go and meet the right people. And this is really your bread and butter and what, what you help people do. So just like riff on that for a minute before I start throwing some questions at you. <laughs> yeah, bring me into the gauntlet. Like, let's get it rolling. There. But the uh, look, I well, I'll ask a few simple questions here, right? Can you have a successful business if you don't have customers? Dean, can you do that? I, it'd be a bit of a struggle, I'd imagine. It'd, it'd be a bit of a <laughs> yeah. struggle. Can you grow your knowledge without learning from somebody else? No. So therefore, two of the most pivotal things for our self-growth and our businesses stem from one truth, the people we surround ourselves with, the people that we consume our knowledge from, the people that we interact with, the people that we ask questions to. And so at the very core of what we do as entrepreneurs and business owners is we have to have connection. Now, the funniest thing about this is everybody knows this, yet so often this gets to be not the priority of our business because we start focusing on what's next. But in reality, it's about who's next. And it's about mm. who can get us from point A to point B. And so we're going to talk, man. We're going to dive deep. And I know you got the questions. So we're going to dive deep into really focusing on those things. And I'm, I'm like, you're getting me fired up already, fellas. Yeah, good, good. I wanted you fired up. You were fired up before you got on the show this morning. <laughs> um, you know, and I, and I, one, one thing I just want to add to that. You're like, you know, can we learn if we don't learn from other people? I think we can, but it's the long, slow road, right? Like, because of course we can learn from, you know, trial and error and doing things ourselves, but there's already somebody out there who's done that. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, maybe somebody's like, you know what? I want the slow path. Right. <laughs> but I think for most people who are, you know, sane and, you know, really thinking about, well, how do I get to that next level as quickly as possible? The access point is people, right? Because, you know, the, and this, and it's, and it feels good when you're able to share with somebody else. And so like that whole reciprocity is just this awesome mechanism that as human beings we crave. So, uh, so I want to, I want to just like get into a bunch of strategies and stuff about this, but I got to ask for you, was there a turning point at some point in your life where you did meet somebody 
who sort of flipped a switch and you were like, ah, man, like that made such a big difference for me. Like, what was that story for you? So I've been, I've been really lucky that I have two incredible parents that have always pressured me into building the right relationships. Okay. And so So they were, so, so your relationships were like right out of the box. Yeah, like like from the early age, I was the kid that was like best friends with my friend's parents. I knew exactly how to get them so that I could have my special treats when I went to their house, right? Like, like I, I had all these things because my parents always taught me to ask questions to my teachers, you know, because they were they knew that, look, if a student takes initiative, whether it's in a coaching group, a mastermind, or in a, pre, in a kindergarten class, if a student takes initiative, the teacher is going to have an emotional connection. And at the core of it is we want to build this emotional connection. But there was really a bigger moment here where it really kind of catapulted me as a professional. And I was working with the Lakers. My first job when I graduated college was a corporate partnerships assistant for Los Angeles Lakers. And it was during Kobe Bryant's final NBA season. So one of my main jobs uh, on game nights was to pick all the contestants for the halftime contest. So that was like (laughs) super cool in itself. And there was one day where I was going into the elevator. And I was going to go down to the court level. I had a contestant waiting for me. They're shooting like a $95,000 half court shot or something. Like the energy was flowing around the building. People were excited. And I get into this elevator. And right as I'm about to get into the elevator, a hand shuts the door. So it opens back up. And in walks Jerry West. Okay, Jerry West is the NBA logo, Lakers legend, Hall of Fame player, a guy that like I grew up looking at all of the Sports Illustrated, all of the old pictures of him because we had a room called the Lakers room. And this room was painted purple and gold. It had every Sports Illustrated cover that the Lakers have ever been on. It's the greatest place ever. And so Jerry West walks in this elevator. Now my heart is pounding. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 22 years old. This is the legend, right? Jerry West is here. And the person working the elevator looks at Jerry and he says, excuse me, sir, what floor do you want to go to? Jerry kind of looks at him and is like, court side, right? He wants to go to the event level. The person working the elevator looks back at Jerry though and says, well, Jerry, um, do you have a credential? Otherwise, I can't let you go down to that floor. And Jerry kind of looks at him and he's kind of like, no, but do you know who I am? And the person working the elevator didn't know who he was. Right. And so he said, no, I don't. So can you please step off? Because he pointed to me and it's like, because this gentleman needs to get, get to work. And I was like, no way is this happening right now. So Jerry's about to step off. And I don't know what came over me, but I was like, wait, wait, he's with me. He's my guest. I'll escort him down. And the person working the elevator says, looks at me like, are you sure? And so I look at Jerry and you know, when we're trying to get approval from someone and we kind of look at him, we're like, what do you think? Jerry looks at me, he smiles and gives me the nod. So I turn to the person, give him the same nod. The next 14 seconds, you guys, was the greatest elevator ride I've ever been on. (laughs) (laughs) And we go down and as we're about to depart, I'm wondering how pissed is Jerry going to be that the person didn't know who he was? How frustrated is he going to be that that an assistant had to stand up for him? Is he going to be thankful or, or, or frustrated that I stepped in? And as we get ready to go our separate ways, Jerry looks at me, he sticks out his hand, and he says, thank you. I appreciate what you just did for me. And it was that moment that I realized that every one of us in life is all just looking to feel that we matter. Mm. And we're all just trying to feel that we belong. And in that moment, it didn't matter how rich Jerry was, how poor I was. It didn't matter that he was the NBA logo and I was an assistant starting my career. It didn't matter about any of the accolades, the accomplishments, the status, the fame, the wealth, none of that. The only thing that mattered was how he made me feel with a single sentence. That is the power of true connection. And we can give that intentional connection to everyone that we encounter just by putting in a little effort. That's the moment for me 
that put me on the path of always knowing that the people are the reason for our success. I freaking love that. And you know what wow. else I love? I love the power of storytelling. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, what happened next? What happened yeah, next? Right? I'm the same. I'm like, that's yeah. And 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 for everybody listening, you know, you're probably like, oh man, like, was he gonna get kicked off the elevator? Like, how did it happen? Right? <laughs> and maybe you know who Jerry is, or maybe you don't, but the story is really powerful. And just as a total aside, you know, the role and power of stories and getting your point across is so awesome. So I just want to I want to acknowledge you for masterful storytelling. Yeah, was, very much. That was freaking awesome. So all right, so uh, just that, and I got one more question on that. Did your parents freak out when you told them that story? Oh, like they went, you... they went nuts. I mean, <laughs> yeah, nuts. I like my dad's one of the biggest Laker fans I know. I mean, he's collected memorabilia since he was like a little kid. And like our, this room in the house is continuing to grow. I mean, I grew up with a cardboard cutout of Kobe Bryant. I mean, inside the TV mantle is signed balls and pictures and everything. Yeah. I mean, so when I told them this, my dad was like, no way. So yeah. it's just, it just awesome. And that's like, part of the game, right? He's got to have fun in, in this, in this, in this life. Totally. Totally. So, all right. So, so, so that the, creating that connection, right. Is, is super powerful. Um, I hear, I feel like a lot of people hear that and they're like, ah, that's really cool. You know, Jake like had this, you know, this rare opportunity. And I think that a lot of people dismiss themselves and count themselves out of the game. Mm. Like they're not capable of meeting the people that they need to meet. Or people would say, I'm not lucky enough. That wouldn't happen to me. I'm not lucky enough, right? Yeah, I'm not lucky enough. Like, oh, like, yeah, it's so great. You know, you had that job and like this thing happened, right? And and all of a sudden it's a matter of luck instead of a matter of putting yourself in the right position, which are mm -hmm. two totally different things. So, um, and 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 people are like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, like, how do you know, how do you get to know right. the who? Right. Like, so, so what are some, what are some ways that you've seen really, uh, you know, maybe not for you, but for people that you've worked with where meeting the right person or being intentional about bringing that right who into their world has, has made a difference. Cause I, I like before, before we get into like the, the tips and the strategies and everything, I want to build the value of this, right? Because I personally believe that the value of this cannot be over, overestimated. Right. It's like knowing the right people opens doors. Mm. Right. So, like, g maybe give us a, a story, another story of when somebody was very intentional and deliberate and, and some doors open that made a big difference for them. Well, I think, you know, I think something that's really important to note here too, as you're talking about like, you know, the, the, the questions or the doubts or the wondering, I'm not lucky enough. When it comes to connection, the biggest thing that we see people is that I don't have the personality to do it. I'm not extroverted. Yeah. I don't have the same energy. I would never want to try to stand up for Jerry West in that moment. And here's the truth about all of this. And you talk about intentionality is that you don't have to have a style of networking like somebody else. You have to own your own style and turn that mm. into the opportunities. And so really what that means is maybe you're introverted, maybe you're extroverted. Maybe you're super, super high volume. Maybe you're lower volume. It's about combining your style with the different intentions behind why you want to reach out to someone that's going to increase your success. Because here's the truth. You're going to get rejected when you reach out to people. You're going to get people who don't want to talk to you, but you're also going to attract the right people once you are very intentional with what you're looking to achieve by connecting with the right person. Mm. 
And yeah. that's something that's really, really powerful in terms of like, hey, I'm going to be intentional. I want to connect with this person because they do X, Y, and Z so well. And I know that if I know, if I get to know them, our lives will both be enhanced. And that's the true power of it all. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So let's let's get some tips, Dean. What do yeah, you? What do let's you say? get it rolling. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're gonna we're gonna get some tips. And if you guys are listening, and you want to talk to Jake, you want to call in. Call eight 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 six two seven six thousand eight. If you're international, three two three seven four 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 eight three one. So, Jake, if there's somebody that I feel like I need to meet, what's your approach? Like, what's the best way to get that person to connect with me? For sure. Well, one of the first things that we have to understand here is that some relationships are going to blossom in five days. And you're going to go from zero to hero in five days. And you're going to be like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Some relationships may take you five years. And you don't know where it's going to be until you actually get going. So the first mm -hmm. thing that we need to do, the first thing when we talk about these relationships, because you really are that one customer, you really are that one partner, that one mentor, that one person that can change everything for you. And so today, what's really powerful here is that everybody is on their phones more than ever before, yeah. okay? We can all agree to that, especially at the time that we're filming this show or doing this show, there's a lot less travel going on. Meaning, what are right. we doing when we're spending the time that we would have been traveling? Well, we're checking Instagram, we're checking our email, we're going back to our phone, right? And so one of the best things that we can be doing is leveraging where people's attentions are. Because the first part about being intentional is understanding where people are at and meeting them there. Whether that's right. with when you're trying to prospect people or whether that's where you're trying to get to know people who what we call one, two steppers, one to two steps above where you are or one to two steps further ahead, right? Like Sierra's song, one, two step. That's where it comes from. And so the whole point of this is that you want to go with that. So we know that people are spending more and more time on Instagram. Okay. Go to Instagram, find out who you want to connect with, understand who is the gatekeeper, understand, are they always on their social media? The beautiful thing about Instagram is there's still a lot of people that you want to get in touch with that are actually the ones responding, right? Mm, We've right. seen it as social media evolves and evolves. Once the platforms have been around, then we have the assistants, we have the bots, we have all these other things. But Instagram is still one of them where you have to show your face. A lot of people say, hey, I'm going to connect with as many people as possible. So you go to Instagram and then I'll give you guys a quick little three-part script here. Part number one, when you reach out to someone is to mention their correct name. Okay. You talk about the fundamentals and mastering the fundamentals. Using the correct name is so key. The amount of people, you guys, that call me Jack or Jeff in their outreach is unbelievable to me. And it's wow. like, you do not just read the name at the top of the screen. And, and it's so important though, because the best are the best at the fundamentals. Number two, we call this fun fact frenzy. Okay. You're going to share a commonality or a compliment or something that resonates between the two of you. You're going to do the 30 minute stock and grab. Okay. You're going to go to their profile. You're going to look through their photos. Do you wear the same type of clothes? Have you traveled to the same place? Do you like the book they've written? Have you had someone on that's the same on their podcast? What is some type of commonality or something that you like about what they've done within 30 seconds? You're going to mention that right away. And then you're going to leave the conversation open-ended by trying to say, looking forward to connecting, look excited to chat. And you're going to just start there. The key is not to ask for something right away. The key is not to go all in right away. The key is to build the relationship. And that's where we start on Instagram and we do it through a two-part two-part approach. And that's step one. All right. So that's so that's awesome. So we'll get to step two in just a second. So how do you find that commonality 
and bring it up without looking creepy. <laughs> so, I, I, I just knew, like, knowing you guys, like, I knew that that was going to be a question that you were going to ask. <laughs> because cause I even went with the 30 second stock and grab, and I was like, okay. Yeah, but, you're like, you're, oh, that's so interesting. My grandma's name is Frida as well. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so there's a fine line here, of course, right? Like, you know, you're not going to talk about the type of underwear they're wearing if they like have Calvin Klein in there, right? Like you're not going to mention that, but what you want to find are basic commonalities that are shared across the globe, meaning sports teams, education, connections in common, topics they speak about, products they've sold that you've used, um, books that have featured that person in. So stuff, um, stuff they've been very public about. Something right. that's very public about. You don't want to have to dig too deep. Right. <laughs> they post about their family. How many kids do they have? Oh, you have three kids. I have three kids. Amazing. Right. Which yeah. one? Oh, and that one picture, right? I noticed your grandfather's urn sitting on your bookshelf. How coincidental. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like you'd actually want to send those messages, James. This is the problem. <laughs> only, only later on if I was having fun with it. Yeah, no, okay, that that makes sense then. So it's like, oh hey, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm a Mets fan. I, I saw you're a Mets fan too. I'm sorry they suck so bad, right? <laughs> Something like that. Exactly. Because the whole point of doing that, the reason why we're trying to do this is because everybody's getting bombarded with all of the spammy messages. Right. Hey, I can I can grow your Instagram profile, 20,000 people in 30 days. Are you interested? No, I'm not interested in this. I'm not interested in your service. I'm not interested in your 37 paragraph message for me on the first time. No one wants that. It's annoying. No one likes that, right? And so by doing this, what we're really doing is we're saying, hey, we're both human. And all we're trying to do is we're trying to say, hey, you like the Mets? I like the Mets. If you like the Mets and I like the Mets, we're going to have more in common than just me saying that you like the Mets. Right. And then it's going to start to think of you going back to the power of storytelling is now the next phase is you're going to ask a question that's going to dive deeper into that, which elicits that person who you're reaching out to, to think of a story, think of a memory. And that builds emotional connection between the two parties versus just trying to jump straight to the gun. They're not going to have that emotional connection or that depth to that initial conversation. All right. So, so stop keeping us in suspense here. Like how do we handle phase two? <laughs> so phase two, phase two is once you have that response, right? Some people are never going to respond to you. So, so you might send that like the first message and you get nothing. Yeah. So we have, we use what's called the 4130 approach. Okay. Four touch points, one person, 30 days. And mm -hmm. this is, this is how this would work. And we'll also do it if, if someone does respond right away. Cause I think that's very important for, for people that are listening right now. The first part is if, say you send that first one, you, you put in the, the, the fun fact frenzy, you got, you got it going on and they're like, there's no response. And James, if you blow me off because I don't like the Mets, then that's, then that's it. You know, I'm going to come back. It. I'm going to come back. <laughs> so seven days later, we go with the first follow-up. That's just the confirmation of, of, did you get the message, right? Like we just want to make sure. And you say a little something there. Seven days, if they don't respond to that again, you just want to say, hey, you know, still would love to connect. I'm sure life has been crazy. Let me know if you're open to it. Have you have you talked at this point about like why you want to connect, or you're just saying, you know, we want to connect? Like, because for me, I think if I got an inbound message and somebody's like, "Hey, I know you like the Mets," I'd be like, "Yeah, cool," but but like, why are we having that conversation? I guess maybe I don't know. So, maybe <laughs> maybe that's just me. So Instagram versus email versus LinkedIn. There's a little bit of tweaks that we do with each one. 
specifically just because of the space that we have and the time that someone will spend to read it. But if we're using Instagram, for example, that second message, you may put in exactly why. Hey, just wanna make sure you got the first message. Also would love to talk to you about this, this, this. Or, hey, also, by the way, I have a question for you because I know you're one of the leading experts in, in XYZ. Yeah. What, is, what is this? And that you wanna just start to elicit a response. Our goal is to get a response if we're trying to connect with them. Our goal is not to have them buy our product or become our affiliate partner. Our yeah. goal is to elicit that first response because you have to get the relationship going. And then it's, and then it's you know, after, again, checking in, making sure, seeing that you're still open. And then the last part is just opening it up for you to come back at a later date, okay? Because a lot of times we just say, oh, I, did you get this message? And no one responds. And then that's just it. But if you say, hey, if at the very end you say on the last touch point, hey, I'm life's pretty crazy. I know you got maybe your book promotion going on. I know you got something really crazy going on right now. I'll, I'll reach out again in the future. Excited to re-engage. That's just letting them know that, hey, you acknowledge that they're busy. You're not an obnoxious asshole and that you're going to come back at a later time to try again. Eventually, they're either going to say piss off or you say, okay, I've tried now two cycles of this. Let me move on to somebody else and try a different way. Find a different door to get access to that person. So that's yeah. kind of like the follow-up approach because everything is about the follow-up when it comes to building connection, especially at the higher levels that you go. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And and I think that, uh, you know, the one thing that you said before is really, really helpful to frame this. You know, not everybody's going to respond. Right. And not everybody's going to be like, yeah, like I'm all about that. Right. Because probably a lot, if, you know, this is somebody who's, you know, adding a lot of values, well-known or maybe not well-known or whatever, but, you know, a lot of people are probably trying to talk to this individual as well. And so they may, it may not even be a personal thing. They may just be like super busy or something like that. Um, so next thing I want to just, you know, kind of pivot into is, uh, you know, the analogy that I would use is like, okay, like don't, don't be like a, a dog chasing a car. And then if you catch a car, you don't know what to do with it. Right. Like, so, so, so now what, right. So, so what you just talked about, I think is a really, uh, simple strategy, but a great approach to like making that opening, right. That, like that initial introduction to whoever, um, now, like now what, okay, you've got my attention, right now. What do we do? Oh, this is great. And I, I love how you're just taking us right through the flow of how this needs to go because <laughs> this goes back to the first thing. Okay. Is we have to be intentional with why we're reaching out. We cannot just reach out to anybody for the sake of hoping they're going to respond to us. We have to reach out with an intention behind why we're going to spend the time. It does us no good in our life to waste time just trying to reach and connect so that our numbers go up, which is right. what a lot of people do. We would right. rather have the right people for the right reasons because that's going to grow our business. It's going to build our credibility and it's going to make us have more time to do all of the other things that we need to be doing or that we want to be doing, right? So once, once we've you know, done outreach, we got him on board, got him, her, whoever on board, it's time now to be very specific in our ask. And so this ask has to follow through a very simple, simple process, which is ask, <laughs> make the ask. And the way that you know, if you're ready for the ask is what's called flip the script. If the script was flipped and they made the ask of you or something at the same level of the ask, if you were to say yes, no problem, you're probably at a space now where you can feel comfortable enough to make that ask. If not, and you wouldn't feel comfortable doing something for someone because you don't really know them, 
well, then you need to continue to develop the relationship and guide them towards that ask. Mm. And that's the, that's the key to help you understand so you don't become that annoying person, but rather that persistent and intentional connector. Well, it's really interesting because the one thing on my mind is like, I still don't feel comfortable doing anything for Dean. And, you know, we've, we've done almost 200 podcast episodes together. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just me. Uh, It's not, it's not just you. It's it's, the feelings mutual. Um, (laughs) I do anything for Jake. I just met him like 30 minutes ago, but but you like, I don't know. I can't even see your horse for for the love of God. I don't even know if it's real anymore. I just Um, like to keep the suspicion going. Yeah. (laughs) So, so Jake, what's, um, I I think I want another story. Like who's somebody you know, you use your name, don't use your name, whatever, if you feel comfortable, but like, tell me another story. Like when you use this approach in, in your own business and your own life and, you know, a potential connection or door that opened for you because of that. So I did a summit, uh, in about a couple months ago and it was featuring top entrepreneurs. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to send hundreds of DMS to people of all followings, all backgrounds, all experience levels, all wealth levels, and see who responds and what's the best, what's the best message to send out. Because I want to show everyone that this stuff actually works. And there are some people that have hundreds of thousands of followers that responded immediately to my cold message, to my cold Instagram DM that were then featured on my summit. People that I had never talked to. I did this and I knew it was a long shot. But it wasn't going to stop me, which is where a lot of people get stuck. Is they say, "Oh, they have a hundred thousand followers; they're never going to respond to me." Mm. Well, guess what? This they is that whole problem of people being like future. The future tellers all of a sudden they already predict what the outcome is going to be, mm-hmm. but then there's no point doing it in the first place because they already know they're not going to reply, right? <laughs> right. And were there a lot of people that had never responded to me? Of course, <laughs> and right. I, but that's part of the game. But there were also a couple people that responded incredibly quickly, and now we're really good friends because of that. So it went from me doing a summit, creating value for someone, being intentional of why I wanted to get in touch with them. Then it made me to reaching out to them. Then I invited them and showed the value of of who they're going to be on stage with, right? The virtual stage. And then it became a no brainer for them to join. We became friends. I got to interview them. Now we're able to stay in touch, got my books in their hands, got our friendship going, got their products. Now we can promote each other's stuff. That's the process. Right. And I know it's like, oh, it sounds so easy, but it's really that simple. Figure out why you want to reach out to them, provide incredible value up front, make an ask, and then make the party happen. And everybody loves to be invited to a great party. That's yeah. the truth. Make right. your party the happening party. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, can I, can I, I just want to, so you mentioned something earlier. You, obviously, we are in a state where people are using a lot of softwares, automation, bots, and all this kind of stuff. And and you've not mentioned using any of that for this. So, I, and I know a lot of people, when they listen to this, you know, some people will say, oh, is there is there any way of making that easier? Is there any way of automating this? Like, and I, I'm, I'm guessing that you're basically saying here is, no, this has to be human connection. You have to put the work and effort in to really make this work, right? Yes and no, right? Because if you're in the beginning stages of your business, you need to be, everything should be done like this one-on-one because you really need to get to know what's working, what's not working before you can scale and create your systems. But as you start to build, you only have a certain amount of time per day, right? So you have to decide how are you going to spend that time? There are ways of setting up the initial approach to be in a form of a automation, but that still adds its customization appeal. Depending on why you're reaching out and what your intended ask is, well, it should dictate the level of automation or having an assistant do it versus yourself. 
I'm yeah. a big fan of though, of like, make it as human as possible as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Because right. we have to understand that there are times where you just can't do everything on your own and that's right. okay. But we need to still do this going back to what, how, what the story of Jerry West is it's how we make that person feel, right? And my Angela said, mm-hmm. people forget what you said, people forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. So if we can make them feel the right way. It'll elicit the response. Then we can jump in. So you can yeah. have someone do your first outreaches going through the script. And then you, when it's the second time, you jump in with the voice memos, the video chats, and you take it up to that personal touch to the next level. And that's right. the ways that you can differentiate while having that human element, while also still being able to scale from a connection point. Yeah, right. I, think that's, yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, one, one thing that is, uh, I feel like people really drop the ball on is, okay, so... So I am kind of taking this whole thing, right? Like one step to the next. You made the intro, you got the opening, you made the ask, like now you've got this connection. But then you have a relationship and and I feel like a lot of people treat relationships like in a very disposable way, right? How do you, you know, and and the idea of building a network is this concept of like where you have people that you can reach out to or they can reach out to you and you, you're cultivating that network and you're keeping that network and those connections alive and everything like that. What are some strategies that you use you know, to stay in touch and to keep your network uh, fresh and not let it go stale so that people are like, oh, here comes, you know, here he comes only when he needs me to be on his summit, right? Like it's <laughs> the only time I hear about him and he's probably going to mention my grandfather's ashes again and like the whole thing, right? <laughs> like how do you, <laughs> how do you keep it so that people are like, ah, yeah, I want to stay engaged with Jake. This is an unbelievable question. I mean, it's all of them today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just so <laughs> many good ones. Here's here's the truth. It takes effort. You have to be willing to put in the time and effort. Not necessarily hours upon hours, but what I always do is after I connect with someone, I typically will write a couple notes down about that person. I will make sure that I stay in touch with them in a variety of ways. If there's a birthday, if I see them launching a product, if I see them doing something cool, I will, anytime I see them after a, like a week or two weeks or a month, I throw something their way. Not asking for anything, but I'm just letting them know, especially if you're in the beginning stages with somebody mm-hmm. who is a one-two stepper, who is busy and is not going to just jump on another call for the sake of jumping on a call or who's not going to just promote you their email list right away because it's just not going to happen, right? And so what's really important here is that Take note of things that they mention on your initial point of conversation. Be the one that takes the next initiative. Be the one that writes down commonalities. Be the one that sets a reminder right after the call. Hey, in one month, remind me in one month at 9 a.m. to say, to check in how this person is doing. You know, find out. And the job for you when you're talking with people is to get information. Yeah. The whole way we build the relationship is by understanding what they have that we want, right? Ask the better questions, get the right answers. And that's such a key point. And then the follow-up becomes easier because now you know them at a more intimate level so you can hit them on specific touch points. If you see someone making a move, a transition, any life event, it's such an easy way to get another touch point in without having to worry about, are they thinking you want something? Mm, Yeah. Well, I'm pulling out from what you're saying is like a simple summary I would say on that is be willing to do more than anyone else. Be willing to go above and beyond what the average person is doing that's going about trying to do this type of stuff. Well, when you look at Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant had one of the greatest fadeaway jumpers we've ever seen in the game of basketball. 
You know what he did when he would go out to before games? Is he wouldn't run around and do all types of dunks in his layups. He would go to the corner. He'd go to the, the extended wing. And he would shoot his fadeaway jumper over and over and over again. What he did was he mastered the fundamentals and did those better than everybody else. And he became one of the greatest players to ever play the game. The same thing goes in our life. We have to do the fundamentals over and over and over again. And then we do the things that no one else wants to do. And that's where you become a force. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that more. And, and I think just, you know, I, I was trying to really trying to draw this out earlier, but the value of this, right? The value of this, because it, it, like, I always, I don't know who these people are. Like, to me, there's no face associated with this, but I hear like the whiners out there. Ah, Jake, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> you know, like it would be so much easier, like if I just didn't have to do that. And I'm just like, first of all, shut up, whiners. You know, because <laughs> everything, everything worthwhile is going to take effort. But this, but, but being in contact with the right people, you know, and this, and and your your ways of going about that, I love. You know, you're you're right. People are on Instagram. People are on all these different platforms now. Whereas 20 years ago, it was way harder to do stuff like yeah. this. Um, you know, but you know, Dean, you and I have heard, you know, Russell, uh, Russell Brunson talk about dream 100 strategy, right? Yeah. And that dream 100 strategy goes back, you know, like it's always been about like, well, make the contact, meet the person. Right. And, yeah. uh, and no matter how hard any of this sounds, doing it on your own is a thousand times harder at least. Yeah. And a thousand times longer. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be dead half the time <laughs> right. by the time you create a result that you could have gotten just by making an intro, uh, with, with the right individuals. Well, um, I think, I think one of the, th one of the things around this, if people don't fully grasp it is they've perhaps, they perhaps need to think back in their life of any time they've had, you know, a relationship with somebody that's been a pivotal moment in their life. You know, I, I bet every single one of us on this call could name, like we already, some of us already have been here, like instances in life. You know, I can tell you that, you know, when I started my business, I was trying to go it alone for four years. Couldn't do it. I traveled to a seminar in London. I said, right, I'm going to really try and make something of this. I met a guy. He became my first mentor. Eight months later, I quit my job. You know, so it's like, had I not have put myself in that situation, met that one individual, that perhaps who knows where things would have gone. And I think if everybody listening to this can take the advice you're giving, Jake, and understand the absolute true value in a, even a single relationship with a single meeting, a single conversation, you know, it doesn't matter how much effort and work this is because the the rewards in that effort is is just huge, huge. Mm. huge. And every, everybody wants, right now, everybody wants followers. Everybody wants right. to have bigger numbers. And that's important. Sure, don't get me wrong. But it's better to have smaller but more intimate relationships with the right people that will give you those numbers down the road because you don't need a million people to make a million dollars. Right. You need a certain amount of people to buy into your systems and what you do to get to whatever level of financial wealth and security that you want, financial freedom. So it's really important that as you're saying this, Dean, I love how you're kind of you know replicating this and you're talking about your mentor. We've all had those moments where someone makes us feel a certain way. Someone believes in us. Someone tells us that we can do it. And then we go out and execute it, right? And there's always going to be the power that that relationship can bring. Maybe they introduce you to the person that can hire you. Maybe they introduce you to the person that gives you the greatest contract you've ever had. 
Maybe they invest in your service and have the biggest breakthrough that becomes your number one testimonial that changes your business. Maybe they yeah. give you the tweak on your Facebook ads that changes you from a 2X ROI to a 10X ROI, right? Like all of those things are come from the power of one interaction, one relationship, one person. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, st stick around, Jake. I want to um, I want to wrap up a few things before you go. Uh, we're gonna make a uh, we're gonna take a quick break here. All right, you guys, we're interrupting this incredible episode to bring you a very important announcement, and that announcement is the new Just the Tips members area. What? what? <laughs> We've created a members area that has trainings right out of the gate from Dean and I on our best strategies to help you grow your business and. Many of our guests that we've had on the show have offered to put some of their best stuff inside the members area to help you guys have access to all sorts of content that'll help you grow your marketing, grow your sales, make sure you're staying on top of your business and you can work on your business, not in your business, get more results in less time. I can't even, like the reason you don't even hear Dean right now is he's galloping around the studio on his horse from sheer excitement. Dean, can you please stop galloping for one second and tell our good-natured listeners what's going on? Roll that horse. So, uh, <laughs> so if I can slow this thing down, there's only one place you got to go to get all this good stuff, and that is jttshow.com. That's jttshow.com. It's all free, and I think you're going to love it. We will see you guys on the inside of the new Justin Tibbs members area, jttshow.com. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. All right. Well, there we go. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for hearing Dean ride around on the horse. <laughs> we're here. Uh, we're here talking with Jay Kelfer about the value of connection, the value of relationship and the value of building a network. Um, and so, uh, one of the, one of the last things I want to ask you, Jake is what do you have? Um, you know, cause I, I feel like everybody is very numbers driven right? You know, whether that's in getting followers or, you know, getting sales or this or that. And, and I firmly believe that, um, you know, you, you get value after you add value, right? But a lot of people are listening are probably like, all right, like if I'm going to like really like, you know, like you were like, I, you know, DM a hundred people and I did this and I did that and all that other things, you know, what, what's a crazy benefit that you've seen that somebody's created? Maybe it's you or somebody that you coached or something like that in terms of, you know, revenue that they've made from a relationship or, you know, number of followers or something like that, just to sort of help people just understand how valuable what we've been talking about here can be. Sure. I mean, I'll give you a simple example from our, from our uh, basketball event. We got introduced to a person and uh, we were looking for partners, sponsors, and we had had a little bit of success, but we wanted to kind of find like a really great, uh, great partner. We got introduced to somebody within the next couple of weeks. We they had introduced us to a partner. We got our presenting sponsor all because of that introduction, and that was the easiest thing in the world. But it all stemmed from who we were able to surround ourselves with that had the potential people that we wanted to connect with. And then we've done it for for our clients too, right? As we show them through our program, how do you write the right script to get them going? And we had one person, and this was a non-revenue thing, but very important. She wanted to get on more podcasts. Mm -hmm. And we showed her how to do it and how to add the value up front. And she was booked on four podcasts like within the first week of using her outreach. And that led to sales on her back end. So yeah. it's all about, you know, it, it really does. It's all about that one person and, and putting yourself out there and, and being intentional. And it doesn't have to take hours upon hours upon hours. It just has to follow the right game plan 
which we call the connection game plan. Yeah, that's awesome. Dean, any uh, any parting shots for Jake before uh, before we wrap? Yeah, no, like I say, um, no, really appreciate you sharing all this. I really, really, truly, I think this is one of the most valuable things we spoke about in in recent times. Not to take away from other shows, but I think, like I say, we 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 all know like the power in what you're saying. And I think to anybody listening that doesn't yet know that because they've not put themselves in that situation, but you literally have no barrier these days. You know, like the example I just gave. You know, there was a time where to put yourself in the right situation with the right people, it might have meant traveling across the world on a plane to put yourself in a room just maybe for the chance meeting of somebody. You know, and I think with with what you've presented and what you've spoke about here, Jake, you know, what people need to see is that just with a computer or even a cell phone, you can reach anybody. It might not be directly. It might have to be indirectly. It might have to make a few turns, go through a few people. But there is literally nobody that cannot be reached some way, somehow. And I think it's, if people can just push themselves, I think one of the things we touched on earlier is like people feeling uncomfortable with this, you know, through their own fears, their own fear of rejection or, you know, the unknown. I think if they can just get over that, and I think you said it perfectly earlier, Jake, is like, go in with realistic expectation. You are going to get rejected. People are going to ignore you. Some will, some won't. But if you can keep going and do it with the intention you've laid out, I think everybody can have success here with that. So yeah, I just thank you for sharing it all. I think you've given everybody such value today. So appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, I echo that. And uh, one one last topic, maybe this will take a minute or two. You, you're, you got a high level of energy, okay? <laughs> so what like what's your secret? For your high level of energy. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> where to begin? Uh, it's eat a lot of Taco Bell. <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't know if that would work for me. I feel like that would take <laughs> <Right>. me down. <laughs> I'll, I'll joke aside though. Um, my energy comes from a place of of knowing what I was meant to be doing, and I absolutely love people. I love connecting with people. I know that in even life, James, even James, even you, you James, redact that last statement. No, even James, and even <laughs> your horse that I can't see. <laughs> I love, I love it all. But uh, yes, yeah, horse, right? But for me, it's like, I know that in life, our ability to be happy and successful, one of the key things that's in all of that is our relationships with other people. And so my energy, when I'm around other people, my goal, my life mission is to elevate every interaction that I have, to inspire every person to be feeling better than when I first interacted with them. And that stems from me showing up um, because you think about basketball players. And I think Michael Jordan once talked about it. He said, when he goes into a gym, it doesn't matter how many people are there. They've paid money to watch him perform. He owes it to them and to himself to show up every single day and deliver the best that he can deliver. And so for me as a basketball guy and as someone who's taken a lot of sports lessons into business, I want to show up for my people, my teammates, my colleagues, my, yeah. my fans, right? My coaches, my, my partners. I want to show up every single day with that energy. And that's kind of what drives me. Um, and then on the back end is watching some Netflix to, to, to decompress for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. awesome. That sounds That's great. great. So how can people connect with you, Jake? The best way to connect with me is to check out my website, jakekelfer.com or to, uh, send me a message on Instagram at jakekelfer. Awesome. And, uh, we're going to be twisting Jake's arm. See if we get some of his great content inside the, uh, the new just tips members area. So check that out at, um, jttshow.com. And if you want to visit Jake, go to jakekelfer.com. J-A-K-E-K-E-L-F-E-R.com. Uh, Jake, thanks so much for being here, man. It's been absolutely awesome having yeah. you. And uh, we really, really appreciate it. And for for you guys listening, I, I can't think of very many other things that are as important as the topic that we've been talking about here 
which really is, um, you know, surround yourself, surround yourself. Don't just like find one awesome person, find lots of awesome people and surround yourself with people who inspire you, people who you can add value to, who will add value back to you, people who share different perspectives. The value of your network is absolutely everything. Um, you know, it's been said uh, that your network, your net worth is your network, right? And I know for me that that's absolutely true. The, uh, you know, the more people up to more awesome things I've surrounded myself with, the better everything has, uh, has just worked out. So thank you for such an important topic, Jake. Really yeah. appreciate, you, appreciate you being here, man. And course, uh, we look forward to lot. connecting again in the future. And thanks yeah. for not reaching out to us in a weird, creepy way. Yeah, you know, uh, we don't have to mention the Mets anymore. And, <laughs> and uh, we'll make sure to take care of you guys uh, on, on the members area for sure. We'll get a copy of my book or something in there that everyone can oh, get. Oh, nice. For sure. Yeah, it's amazing. That's awesome. All right, Jake, take it easy, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, See thanks, man. Okay, cheers. Yeah, I think that's I think that's so important, right? You know, who who are you with, right? Like the quality of your life is like in direct proportion to the quality of the relationships that you have with people. Definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, that we with this this conversation, obviously we're talking in a business context, but you know, I think the foundation and fundamentals of what we're talking about here in relationships carries through to to the real life as well, you know, outside of business. So I think it's yeah. such a such a great subject we've had on the show. No, of course it is. I mean, like, you know, even in your your personal life, right? Like you wanna have awesome friends, right? You wanna have people that like are, you know, doing things and everything else and you know. Um, and I, and I think sometimes people get so fixated on the wrong things and don't put enough appreciation and emphasis mm. on, you know, human beings are social creatures, right? Right. Whether you're extrovert, you're introvert, like whatever, you're still a social creature. That's the way we're all wired. And we all want that connection. And even these, you know, even these people that, you know, Jake's talking about and, uh, you know, that you're reaching out to those people want connection too. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not the only one who wants connection. Yeah, that's yeah. that's freaking awesome. So, um, well, I'm I'm I'll tell you one of the things that uh, that I'm pleased about is that I played our commercial at the right time during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're still, uh, you know, I'm sure nobody has ever thought this was an amateur show. I'm sure everybody realizes from the day this began, it's fully scripted, very well scripted, out weeks in advance. You know, we don't just show up and do this thing. Yeah. Um, but admittedly, you know, there's a few things that we're learning new recently, isn't there? So yeah. You know, Training yeah, got, off. and and uh so yeah so we've uh we've got some uh some people already joined the just tips members area yeah and so welcome to you guys who are in there for those of you guys who are not make sure you check it out jttshow.com we're pretty pumped about uh everything we're pulling together and you just heard what jake said and like so many of our guests are like yeah we're gonna get some of our content and awesome stuff in there so it's gonna be a tremendous resource and already has a great foundation um so uh, in the last several minutes of our show, Dean, I want to uh, I just want to turn everybody's attention to something that I think is pretty uh, pretty timely and important. And okay. I know you guys are thinking about this. Yeah. Is what are you doing for Black Friday? Ooh, oh, yeah. I, I think we need more than six minutes on that. We though. do, and we'll we'll talk about this more. But like, it it the year is just like creeping up on us, right? <laughs> We're here today's, you know, recording Tuesday, October 6th. Black Friday is less than 60 days away. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're running a business, you know, we had a whole show last week about, you know, setting yourself up 
for the fourth quarter and all these other things. One thing we didn't talk about was being strategic about what you're planning for Black Friday. And so in, you know, just a couple minutes, just give just because you are on you're an e-com, right? And you've got an e-com business. Yeah. I just want to like highlight that this is something that everybody should be thinking about now. You don't have to like get it all planned out today, but if it's not on your radar, what you're planning in, on doing for Black Friday, you're going to miss out on a ton of revenue and a ton of sales. Oh, 100%. And I think just to, just a, a quick couple of tips that we can throw in here to, towards the end on this subject. So I think whether you're in e-commerce, physical product brand, or you're a coach, consultant, whatever business you're in, I think in some way of some form, everybody should run something for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because it is a time where customers are consuming. They're looking to buy products. They're looking for deals. They're looking for something special. And it's just like if you own a business, as I'm sure everybody listening does, like you have to leverage like what's going on in the world as well sometimes. And everybody at that time, it is a buying time. You know, people are looking to do that. So whatever business you're in, think of something. Now, my my two two quick tips around this would be is there's really a couple of ways of kind of doing this. Number one, a common way that people do is to take what they already sell and create some kind of discount. You know, that's very common and popular in e-commerce, you know, physical products, even in retail on the high streets. That's the, the common one you'd see. But I'm not a massive fan of discounting personally. I know it's very effective. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it and don't do it. But my preference is, is to actually create something new, create something different. And I'm not talking about having to source new products and create new product lines. I'm talking about how can you take what you've already got and purpose it in a way that creates something new. And a way we've been doing that is to take some of our existing products, create bundles, package them nicely, and then present those as something that we've never offered before in a way that can't be got on an average day. All right. So, so there yeah. we go. So in, in, in compressed time, <laughs> um, but, and I think this is actually something I want to expand on, um, on, on a future show because yeah. it's going to help set people up for financially a successful end of the year. Even if you're not, you know, physical product or whatever, and you're just selling something. Um, if you are in the business of selling anything to any other human being, we're going to talk about how to set yourself up for success with creating the right Black Friday deal um, yeah. on an upcoming episode. And so thank you. Uh, thank you, Dean, for your quick tip on that. Again, I just want to put it on everybody's radar. Make sure you guys check out jttshow.com. Um, we'd love to have you as part of the members area. And uh, for back episodes and to see what we're up to, go to justatipshow.com. And uh, this has been an awesome, awesome episode today. Thank you, Dean, for yes. being here. Thanks again to Jake for sharing thank all you, of his James. wisdom. <laughs> that's not something I hear very often. Uh, I'll take it. You're welcome, Dean. And uh, thank you, especially to all of our listeners. We appreciate you guys. Um, and we will talk with you guys next time. Later, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, -day, visit me for free training and resources at jamesbfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.